Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, fresh freedoms on the horizon for the fully vaccinated. The proposal to get New South Wales moving again. Slashing COVID severity. The study comparing the long-term protection of Pfizer and AstraZeneca. The first mercy mission from Afghanistan arrives in Australia as Britain also lends a hand to stranded Aussies. And Her Majesty, like we've never seen her before. The new snaps marking World Photography Day. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The picture of what life is likely to look like post-lockdown in New South Wales is becoming clearer with bars, restaurants and gyms to potentially open to fully vaccinated people over the coming weeks. It comes as the rest of the state is brought into line with Greater Sydney with all lockdown measures extended until the 28th of August. I know these are challenging times, but I also can see the light at the end of the tunnel. These are difficult times for all of us and the next few weeks will be hard. 671 fines were issued for Wednesday, almost 400 to people outside of the home without a reasonable excuse. Pressure on the Premier is growing following another day of record cases with no change in tactic. Every Australian over the age of 16 will be able to book their COVID vaccine of choice from the end of the month. The Prime Minister announced Pfizer will be made available to people aged 16 to 39 from August 30. Despite speeding up the option, he urged young Australians to wait for further advice before booking. I want to stress, do not make a booking yet. We will advise when bookings can be made. It's not today. Not today. Um, we will advise of when that time will come over the course of the, over the next week. More than 16 million COVID vaccine doses have now been delivered, 300,000 of them in a single day, another new record. At the current rate, 80% of adults will be fully vaccinated in 95 days by November 22. Victorian officials are bracing for up to a 1,000 people to join protests in Melbourne's CBD as part of nationwide freedom rallies to be held tomorrow. Police say the protests are illegal and officers will do everything in their powers to stop people gathering. On Wednesday, at least 50 people were fined for reasons such as being out after curfew. Anastasia Palaszczuk has congratulated Queensland after a second straight day of zero new cases, but businesses south of the Gold Coast fear they're becoming collateral damage of the Premier's tough measures to keep her state safe. She defended her hard border with New South Wales, saying it is warranted as the New South Wales Premier rejects calls to move the border further south. 
A military plane carrying a group of up to 100 Afghan nationals and Australians has landed in Perth in the early hours of this morning. Their arrival on Australian soil comes after dozens more Australian citizens, visa holders and asylum seekers were rescued from Afghanistan on a British evacuation flight. There is a lot of work being done where countries can help each other. Meantime, British PM Boris Johnson has spoken with Scott Morrison about the situation in Afghanistan. The two leaders agreed their immediate priority was to evacuate their nationals and former employees. The crisis at Afghanistan's Kabul airport continues as people desperately try to reach evacuation flights. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. The Taliban fighters are still making it almost impossible to access that airport. Jody, there is growing desperation among Americans and allies to get out of Kabul safely as the Taliban tightens its grip on the city. And despite Joe Biden's claims that there have been no fatalities since the Taliban's takeover, in fact, there have now been 12 people killed outside Hamid Karzai Airport, which has become an increasingly uh, volatile situation. Not only that, but there is the concern about the fact that Taliban has acquired uh, weaponry from the Afghan army. Over 2,000 US-made armoured vehicles between 30 and 40 aircraft uh, and an untold number of small arms and ammunition. Uh, the Pentagon holding another press conference this morning. Uh, they say their priority is still to try and evacuate as many people as possible. The target is, is about 9,000 people a day, but they're falling short of that. Joe Biden has conceded he may very well need to extend that August 31st deadline to get people out safely. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in the US, thank you. After 31 years in operation, Sydney's most famous Chinese restaurant has become the latest victim of the COVID pandemic. The iconic Golden Century on Sussex Street in Chinatown has gone into administration. Creditors will be given until Tuesday to declare how much they are owed. The closure has been linked to a lease disagreement. Offshoots of the restaurant, including at the Star and at Darling Square, will remain open for now. New Zealand's COVID outbreak came from a returned traveller from New South Wales. The Kiwi had been in hotel quarantine after flying from Sydney to Auckland on August 7. Yesterday, New Zealand recorded nine more cases, with the outbreak now at 21, with more cases likely to be revealed later today. The entire country is currently in day two of a snap three-day lockdown, but that could be extended. A new study has found the Pfizer vaccine's effectiveness against coronavirus declines faster than the AstraZeneca jab. Scientists at Oxford University found the Delta variant diminishes the general performance of both jabs. They found Pfizer is initially more effective against Delta than AstraZeneca, but this protection declines at a quicker rate. Our Paralympians have begun arriving in Japan, confident they can capture the nation's hearts and eyeballs, just like the Olympic team. There's plenty of excitement with just four days to go until the opening ceremony. From Melbourne, with a pick-up in Cairns to touchdown in Tokyo, it's finally happening for Australia's largest travelling team of Paralympians. 179 athletes and 168 staff will be here. It's been a massive slog to the Japanese people, to every single person. We have tons of gratitude. Sport's biggest logistical challenge at the best of times, throw in a COVID state of emergency, taking caution to the greatest extreme. They won't even go to the dining hall or mingle with any other nation in the athletes' village. Well, especially after the Olympians did such a good job, 
feel like we need to you know, step it up and do just an even better job. There's too much at stake at a Paralympics five years in the making. Whether you're wheelchair rugby legend Riley Bat, a legit celebrity in Japan. We've got a big rivalry with the, uh, the, uh, the Japanese wheelchair rugby team at the moment, so I'm sure there'll be some eyes glued on the TV during that game. Or 15-year-old swimmer Isabella Vincent, the youngest on the team. It'll just be interesting to show what I can do without like, my family being here and stuff. There won't be spectators inside Tokyo stadiums, but there will be the biggest ever audience watching from home. A nation captivated by the Olympic Games will marvel at what comes next. If you think you've already had the main course, well, get ready for the dessert. It's going to be awesome on 7. I'm so bloody excited for it. In Tokyo, Matt Carmichael, 7 News. A fourth person has been charged over the alleged home invasion that almost cost Wallabies legend Totai Kefu his life. Police claim he and three family members were injured by intruders who tried to steal a car from their Brisbane home. Totai's wife, Rachel, is still in hospital, but all are doing well. Australia's unemployment rate has fallen from 4.9% in the previous quarter to 4.6%. The jobless rate is actually at its lowest rate in 12 years, with the number of people out of work falling by 39,900. It sounds like good news, but scratch a little deeper and you find the reason for the fall. More people gave up looking for work, dropping out of the labour market altogether. The number of hours worked in the month of July fell by 3 million overall. New data shows the nation's second wave of lockdowns has us stocking up on a whole new range of goods compared to what we bought last year. After our original obsession with outdoor exercise and home office items, this time we're splurging on luxury. Game on Australia. The nation's latest lockdown fix is board game Monopoly. Get out of jail? Get out of town. It's absolutely true. But compare what we bought during last year's lockdowns to the new second wave, and the game has changed. Last year was about activewear so we could escape outdoors, stocking up on clothes as stores stay shut, laptops and keyboards for working from home. This time around, however, it seems that people have already got themselves well set up. And our money has moved. Take JB, where last year's rush on electronics drove profits sky high. JB, you've done it again. No, they haven't. Other than big screen TVs for the lockdown Olympics, sales this time round are a little less. We're now looking to post-COVID life, fixing our cars for when we can travel, shoes and footwear as we prepare to step out, and jewellery and watches for a little bit of luxury. I guess we're treating ourselves to things that we might not have otherwise done. The last thing Rob bought... Another bottle of gin to add to the collection that seems to just keep disappearing. And he's not alone. Another big mover is this. Sales of the corkscrew have been a constant through lockdowns as we've raised a glass to better times. But few, it seems, are holding their breath. At Big W, they're already preparing for a click and collect Christmas. Gifts delivered direct to our doors. Just because you're not going to be able to be with your family, so we believe home delivery gifting is going to be quite a big trend this year. Gemma Acton, Seven News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is down this morning. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords lost ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,781 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 63 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.49 US cents, 78.5 Japanese yen, and a dollar four New Zealand. 
Some of rugby league's toughest players are fronting a vaccination campaign. Wade Graham, Damian Cook, Nathan Cleary and Ben Hunt will step forward to encourage fans and communities to get the jab. The campaign is titled Let's Tackle This Together and will include players from the women's game as well. Police are investigating an active bomb threat near the US Capitol in Washington, D.C. Officers were called when a man parked his truck on the path outside the Library of Congress and claimed to have explosives and a detonator. Police are negotiating with the man. Several nearby office buildings have been evacuated. Record-setting wildfires are continuing to burn across Northern California, forcing thousands of people to flee their homes. The Calder fire has tripled in size over the past 24 hours, burning through more than 200 square kilometres of land. Dozens of homes have been lost and almost 6,000 others are under threat. Tens of thousands of residents have been forced to evacuate and seek shelter. Sweden has produced the world's first batch of fossil-free steel. The so-called green steel is produced without using coal and looks set to revolutionise industry. The first batch has been delivered to car maker Volvo, which plans to adopt green steel in full commercial production by the year 2026. Steel production using coal accounts for around 8% of global greenhouse gas emissions. There are fresh claims of a rift between the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and the Queen. In an updated version of their biography, Finding Freedom, Harry and Meghan have criticised Her Majesty for her handling of their allegations of racism. The authors write that the couple don't believe the Queen took full ownership of the claims that a member of the royal family had asked about the skin colour of their son Archie before he was born. The royal family has marked World Photography Day by sharing some images of the Queen behind the lens. The 95-year-old monarch is one of the most photographed women in the world, but she's also a dab hand with a camera. Here she is showing a young Prince Charles and Princess Anne how to operate an old box brownie. Then there's a photo of her taking snaps during her 1977 tour of Australia, as well as a photo from a 1982 visit to the South Sea Islands. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. In sport, WA has officially made a pitch to host the AFL Grand Final. It's thought part of the proposal includes a parade down Perth's Swan River. South Australia has also revealed it's making a last-ditch attempt to host the event, as well as more finals matches. The season decider is scheduled for September 25th. 
Melbourne have overcome an early scare to seal a 34-20 win over the Titans. Trailing by four points at the break, Cameron Munster inspired a storm-scoring blitz in the second half. Josh Adokar scored another double as they notched up their 19th straight win, matching the 1975 Roosters record. Panthers star Brian To'o says he hopes to finish what's been the best season of his career so far with the ultimate prize. It's been a crazy ride so far and, um, you know, with the origin box ticked off, um, the, the only box to tick off now is um, premierships. Currently recovering from ankle surgery, To'o is hoping to return in week one of the finals. For those of you missing travelling overseas, here's something to dream about. A trip to the North Pole on board a luxury airship. Ocean Sky Cruises is planning to take passengers on a slow and scenic journey to the Arctic. The airship will carry 16 passengers who will stay in luxury cabins waited on by 16 crew, including a chef. The first flight isn't due until 2023 and tickets do not come cheap. A double cabin will set you back more than $320,000. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs and nearby fronts will generate showers and some storms over parts of South Australia, Victoria, Tasmania and southern New South Wales. Cool onshore winds will trigger a few showers in WA's southwest. Moist winds will result in a few showers on Queensland's east coast. High pressure will keep elsewhere dry. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees. A mostly sunny day in Sydney as well, a top of 23. Morning frost and fog in Canberra, 17. Showers and 16 for Melbourne, cloudy and 16 as well in Hobart. Showers in Adelaide heading for 17 degrees. Showers easing in Perth, 19. And mostly sunny, 34 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 20th of August.